the retail industry expanding in a global market. According to Palmer, 2017, there is a gap in the literature regarding learning and retailers' globalization. The overall objective of this article is to fill some of that learning gap with research on the strategies used by retailers in their globalization of their brick-and-mortar stores. The purpose is to identify the strategies that contributed to the success or lack thereof in the retailers' globalization efforts. The questions are, what are the strategies that contribute to success in the globalization of the retailers' brick-and-mortar store? And what are the strategies that contribute to failure? Literature Review The global market has expanded exponentially since World War II. The reason for this may be attributed to a more open world economy, relaxed trade and tariff barriers, growing customer needs, interdependency, and intercommunication factors among among countries. Along with the opportunity for growth and profitability in the retail sector, there is substantial evidence that the retailer's business functions and units based on the home country may not be successful in the host country. Basically, the skills required for the assessment and realignment to meet the needs of global consumers is a challenge that many retailers find difficult. Moreover, the large multinational retailer may find more competition than anticipated from small local retailers. In some countries, such as India, consumers preferred the social interaction that small store owners provide. Unlike their large counterparts, the small retailers are likely to extend credit to their local consumers. To complicate matters, there are controllable as well as uncontrollable factors in the global environment. These differ significantly across borders and may require adjustments in several areas, including cost and price structure and the distribution infrastructure logistics. From another viewpoint, online shopping is on the increase, yet literature on the strategies in the globalization of the retail industry indicate the importance of the brick-and-mortar stores. For instance, in China, 45% of consumers make purchasing decisions inside shops. The brick-and-mortar stores have also captured the attention of major manufacturers and distributors as well. In India, Unilever delivers directly to 1.5 million stores. Coca-Cola has also gone to great lengths to capture the intricacies of retail globalization. To illustrate, in China, Coca-Cola sells directly to over 40% of its 2 million retail outlets. In comparison, in Africa, Coca-Cola has developed a network of 3,200 micro-distributors. These micro-distributors use push carts and bicycles to deliver to -to hard-to-reach outlets. On yet another note, several failures such as Target in Canada, Walmart in Brazil, and Tesco in the United States indicate the importance of beginning with an investment of time and money to understand the new market areas. Then to these same areas, 
These same stores have had success in other global adventures. For example, Walmart in Canada and Tesco in Eastern Europe and China. In some cases, analytics have contributed to success. For example, Tesco has developed a full set of advanced analytics to generate insight on what works and what doesn't. In spite of their due diligence in analyzing the market in the United States, Tesco's American experiment, Fresh and Easy, has failed. Walmart, too, has always been considered a leader in analytics and customer understanding. However, their CEO, Doug McMullen, was tech teams in the Silicon Valley, Bentonville, and India. The challenge is in getting employees to work together to use that data to understand consumers. That is, new market requires new markets require retailers or employees and vendors willing to change established habits, become digital, and lean into the future. The success in one country and failure in another begs the question, what does it take to understand global expansions in new markets? Researchers Clark and Rimmer in 1997 and Palmer in 2000, indicate the significance of learning for any organization. Through understanding how learning influences retailers' behaviors and practice, they emphasize the importance that this learning then contributes to avoiding repetitive, costly mistakes. The importance of learning for organizations is also researched by Peter M. Sang. In his well-known book titled The Fifth Discipline, Seng offers the argument that the entire global business community is learning learning to learn together, becoming a learning community. The issues are sustained by the fact that for many retailers, going global represents the best path to long-term growth and eventually profitability as well. Then again, in the global community, Where one retailer may have once dominated a vertical horizontal market, there are now dozens. Sometimes complicating the home country strategies globally results in failure, indicating that which works well in one market may may not work at all in another. There are no guarantees for success, as each retailer strives to improve their market share with innovative strategies in several areas such as product lines, lower costs, and accessibility. More important, there are important lessons that are often overlooked from prior experiences in retail market entry and development.